This episode is sponsored by Vision Trust. Vision Trust is an organization that provides essential support in the areas of health, education, and spiritual development to children and adolescents living in poverty around the world. Vision Trust is brimming with female role models who are investing in the next generation of women. Their love is defiant. It stands strong against all odds, and yours can too. Join us in raising up confident young women that embrace their God-given talents to create a better future for us all. Learn more at visiontrust.org forward. This episode is sponsored by Patricia Asp of Aspire. Does your company culture have what it takes to last? After the upheaval of the pandemic, many companies and organizations are struggling to adapt to new regulations, new workflows, and new workplace culture. After witnessing the dramatic weakening in the core values of great companies during mergers, acquisitions, and rapid growth, Patricia Asp, a forward board member and principal, launched Aspire, an organization founded to preserve the goodness in companies by hardwiring culture for sustainability. If you're interested in conducting a culture sustainability assessment, go to patriciaasp.com slash contact dash us. Make 2023 the year your company soars. Welcome back to Work, Love, Pray, Real Talk, Grounded in Truth. I'm Jordan Johnstone. This month, we are discussing how to become a lifelong learner and why it's something that you should prioritize. There's never a wrong time to be learning and actively seeking out opportunities to learn will not only enrich your life, but it will also strengthen your relationships with others as they connect with you through your journey to learn and understand more about them and what they do. To talk with me through this topic more, you are in for a treat with this month's guest. Molly Fletcher, entrepreneur, speaker, author, and host of the podcast, Game Changers with Molly Fletcher, was so pumped to be able to join this podcast and dive into this topic. And as you will hear over the next two episodes, learning is something that Molly is incredibly passionate about and believes in the importance of. I had so much fun getting to know Molly and talking with her before on a previous podcast episode, so I was beyond excited to get to share her again with you all. Let's jump right into this month's conversation. Well, let's start off by hashing out why we're even talking about learning, (laughs) which might seem a little strange coming from a podcast like this. Um, So Molly, I would just like to know why you think that professionals should make room for learning in, let's be honest, they're very busy lives. (laughs) Sure. Well, you know, Jordan, I mean, to me, uh, one of the things that I have found with peak performers, with people that want to get a little bit better every day, is they're insatiably curious. They, They welcome the opportunity to learn. They ask lots of questions. They love feedback. They listen. They read. Um, they're curious and it's part of their DNA. And so I think why we should make room for it is because it's it, it, it unlocks a pathway to, in my opinion, a better life, a life that's interesting, a life that allows you to continue to gather information and grow and develop from that place. And, you know, it, it has always fascinated me. I mean, whether it was you know, a college coach that I interview, like a Gino Ariyama on my podcast who shared with me that, 
he's constantly picking up the phone and calling executives, other coaches, people that he competes with, coaches mm-hmm. in other sports, leaders in industries that have nothing to do with anything that he does at all. And he's asking them questions hmm. to listen and to learn. And, you know, when, when you have people at that level, a guy that's won 11 national championships, he's been to 22 final fours, a guy like that, who's curious, it makes you go, huh, if a guy that has had that much achievement, if you will, and he continues to remain curious, maybe there's something that we as business people can learn from that, take from that, grow from that. Yeah. What is your favorite way to learn? You know, it's funny. Um, I I love to ask questions. I mean, yeah. you know, honestly, I I uh, we had a guy here, we're redoing our floors last night, a, a guy from Brazil and what was supposed to take 30 minutes turned into about a two hour conversation of learning uh-huh. about his past and just being curious about his move to the U.S., his transition here, how he did it, what he did, his level of curiosity to be here and do what he's doing at the level that he's doing it was remarkable. So to me, it's 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 moments like that that just happen upon us in our lives. It's it's um it's it's not being afraid to ask questions to the people that are in your circle of influence, if you will, but also those that aren't, you know, having the confidence and the courage to do that to me is important. So my my approach to it is one of anytime there's a human interaction, I love to ask questions so that I can learn about them. In in my opinion, it drives connection. It helps you understand what motivates them, what matters to them. And to me, that's really important and powerful but I listen to podcasts, I read books, um, and you know, I listen to books. I I, I read uh, articles and 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 feeds, obviously, of content that I want to consume. So um, it's it's a big part of the way that I show up in every moment and every day. Hmm. Well, and I feel like too, you know, consumption is just a big thing. Like there's so many resources out there. So just find the way that works for you. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. You know? And, and I feel like too, you know, growing up, I almost kind of felt like if you ask too many questions, you're going to seem incompetent or like you don't have any clue what's going on and they're going to think less of you, but that's kind of the exact opposite. Like, no, ask the questions. It's going to show that you're interested. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, when I meet somebody that's that's asking a lot of questions, to me, it, it transcends to confidence. To me, yes. the, the message that I see inside of that is, wow, this person's confident enough and curious enough and they're, and they're comfortable enough with themselves to know that they don't have all the answers. Yeah. And none of us do. No. And so I think when we can recognize that and believe that and show up in that way, we can learn and grow. Yeah. You know, and when I think of learning, my mind at first goes to picturing a classroom, you've got a teacher, you've got books, you've got homework. (laughs) And thankfully though, learning is so much more than that. And one of the ways that you described learning to me prior to this recording was that learning can look a lot like embracing a limitless mindset. So can you unpack that just a little bit more for us? Well, mindset drives so much of our behavior, the way we show up in the world. And, and, And to me, it's a mindset of believing in what's possible looking for the opportunity inside of the obstacle, right? Embracing change that we are all experiencing at a cadence and, and, and level that some would argue has never been quite like this before. So the mindset around 
our approach to change, our, our mindset around our approach to, to shifting from what may appear as a challenge and shifting that from a mindset perspective to an opportunity. I think oftentimes a, a gap in the way that we're showing up in our lives is anchored in the story that we're telling ourselves about our circumstances and about the situation. And I often encourage people to pull back and say, what, what's a gap in your life? What's a story that you're telling yourself that's potentially keeping you stuck in that place? And what's something new that you need to tell yourself that's going to take you where you want to go? So if, if I had a baseball player that was over for his last 30 at the plate and he was stepping up to the plate saying, I can't believe this. If I strike out every at bat tonight, I'm going to be over 34. That's not what we need him to tell himself, right? We need him to shift his mindset, shift the story that he's telling himself to, you know, I've been, I've done this. I'm a big leaguer. I'm an all-star. I can do this. And, 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 um, you know, I'm going to get it done tonight. And, and that's, that's the, the stories that we tell ourselves changes the way we show up. It changes what happens. I mean, when I played tennis in college, if I stepped up for a, for an important serve to close out a game and I thought, Oh, whatever you do, don't double fault guess what happens, right? So we have to tell ourselves the right thing. And, and that's a mindset shift that has to happen often throughout the day. There are so many thoughts, Jordan, throughout our day. It's a stat. It's like 80,000 thoughts. Wow. And like 90% of them are automatic. Right. And so we have to be intentional about shifting the thought if we want to shift the behavior. Mm. Wow. That's a big number. <laughs> it is. It's that's a staggering so number. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you mentioned earlier, you know, you get the chance to interview a lot of just incredible people on your podcast, which is Game Changers with Molly Fletcher. So I wanted to see if you could think back through your past guests and recall anybody that you would categorize as a limitless learner. Wow. I, I mean, boy, that would be a, a, an unbelievably long list, to be <laughs> honest. I mean, you know, everybody from Joe Gebbia, the founder of Airbnb, and the mm. way that he navigated some pretty severe roadblocks blocks as he was as he was developing uh, Airbnb. Um, you know Priyanka Jonas and uh, her sort of journey from from as as an actor and and over to America. Um, gosh, Gino Ariamo, I mentioned earlier, Tom Izzo, Dabo Sweeney, constantly curious. Um, you know, the founder of Whole Foods, John Mackey, remarkably curious guy, mm -hmm. Gary Keller, who's the um, CEO and founder of Keller Williams was on my podcast and, and a really well-received conversation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a guy that has had an enormous amount of success, but really views himself as somebody who trains and leads other people. So he mm -hmm. is a remarkably curious guy. Um you know, Matthew McConaughey, I mean, here's a guy that has had obviously a ton of success. He could, you know, sit back, smoke a cigar, yeah. <laughs> drink some whiskey and shut it down. Right? <laughs> right. And he is incredibly curious, um, not, not just about the way that he does what he does from an acting perspective, but about life in general. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was a word that came up a lot inside of our conversation. So as I said earlier, Jordan, I mean, I, I can't really think of a conversation of the 200 plus episodes that we've had where somebody has not been an individual that that has a mindset 
and a belief system hardwired that curiosity is a, a, a linchpin for growth. Yeah. As I say, I mean, it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, you interview game changers, what makes them a game changer? They're confident enough to keep asking questions and to keep Absolutely. learning. Yep. Yeah. That's a great problem to have, <laughs> to not be able to pick just one. <laughs> yeah, it's true though. I mean, yeah. it's really remarkable. Yeah. Um, it's powerful. Yeah. So inspiring. Well, when I was thinking about this topic, you know, and, and coming up with the questions and just preparing for this, I kept thinking about how I've watched my kids journey through learning to be learners for lack of a better phrase. And curiosity is one of the biggest and purest gateways to learning. I think, do you agree? A hundred percent. I mean, it is a, it is a key, key gateway. And yeah. You know, and I think it's important when we consider the way that our children are educated today that we continue to inspire them pushing the the limits, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at at some level, relative to um, the the comfort with asking questions and and wanting to understand why things are the way that they are, and mm-hmm. and, and for us as parents, as as leaders, as teachers, as you know. Sunday school teachers, all these things to inspire that, that curiosity sort of lens that they can view the world through, right? Young kids in general, they're curious because everything's new to them. Mm -hmm. But then we get into the world of education and oftentimes, you know, we, we sit in a straight line and we are supposed to do X and Y and we go home and execute our homework. And we sort of, at some level, are contained in a way. Um, and, and, and some of that, of course, is, is productive and important. But, but I think what we also have to do is ensure that, that young people get out into the world and recognize that there's an opportunity to, to really push the limits of their own possibility, to think outside of the box, to challenge the status quo, and to know that that is often a a vehicle to fulfillment, to um, pursuing your gifts and, and, and pursuing what you want most in life. So um, for me as a mother of three, Jordan, three daughters, and um, that was a really important trait that my husband and I always wanted to make sure that our girls felt safe, mm. safe asking lots of questions and supported outside of the home in doing that. And, you know, too, I think you know, in my mind, just with the brief conversation we've had this morning, I'm, I'm connecting that lifelong learners have continued to tap into that childhood curiosity and they haven't let it slip away. They haven't. And, 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 um, and, and, and to me, it makes life exciting. It makes life interesting. I mean, it, it was absolutely fascinating for an hour and a half last night to listen to this gentleman's story about his journey and, and how he did what he did. And yeah. so to me, curiosity is an interesting, more interesting way to live life anyway, regardless yeah. of the, the ability for it to drive connection, for us to learn, for us to grow, for us to, 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 to have, have, a, have a sense of another person's view into the world. Um, in addition to all that, it, it, it is a, it's more fun. It's yeah. just more fun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now I'd love to hear, speaking of it being fun, how has curiosity helped you in your career? 
Well, it, you know, it's it's helped me, um, you know, in enormous ways, and I'm grateful for the for the parents that I had that encouraged it uh, in in me. But, you know, I would say uh, as a sports agent, curiosity was incredibly important because it drove my ability to get inside of the head and the heart of the athletes and coaches that I wanted to sign. I had to be curious about the gaps in their life, mm -hmm. curious about the the things that they maybe hadn't thought about yet that that uh, I could anticipate for them. I had to be curious about the key moments in their life and how I could show up in those moments and add value. I had to be curious about all of it because I certainly didn't play in the big leagues. I didn't coach at the D1 level. So curiosity was imperative for me to, number one, just show up side by side these folks and, and have a conversation that could uh, create an opportunity for connection. So just to sort of step onto the field, if you will, curiosity was necessary. And then when you're there and you're trying to grow your client list, curiosity to me is a secret weapon to, you know, one of the things I often say is act like you have the business before you have the business. Mm -hmm. And when you're curious about the gaps in the lives of the people that you want to serve, lead, solve for, you can identify those gaps, close them sometimes before they see them themselves, and the next thing you know, over time, potentially they they think you don't even work for me yet. And you're doing all this stuff. This feels like an interesting relationship for me to be in. So curiosity helped me as an agent big time. And then, you know, I think it really unlocked the career that I'm in now relative to speaking and, and, and our training company, which is I, I began to see through curiosity in, in, in many ways um, the common denominator between, you know, when I was an agent, between a, an NBA coach, a, a, a big league guy, a tour player, um, a broadcaster, a Hall of Fame broker, I began to see the connection, right? That Ernie Johnson and Doc Rivers weren't that different in a way. They did different things, but the way they showed up in the world was very similar. Matt Kuchar and Smoltz, more similar than different, right? So I began to see, gosh, these top performers, not the ones that got there for a cup of coffee, right, in the big leagues, but the ones that stayed there, they they approach life in a very similar way. They approach challenges, opportunities, that the way they recover from adversity is very similar. And I thought, I think I've got a book in this. I think that there's something here that could help other people because I've been blessed with this unique lens and I think I can help others. And so I I wrote, you know, a book in the spirit of doing that. And that book sort of is what began to sort of be a domino effect at some level for for speaking and writing and training and and, and all the things that we do in the world now. Mm. Is there anything that you wish you had been more curious about? Boy, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I I would say I was a uh, you know, I was a student athlete at Michigan State. I was a good student in high school, but not a great one. School was always hard for me, and I had to work really, you know, pretty hard in school, which I liked to do, thankfully. So I, I ended up, you know, performing really well in college academically, but I had to work hard to do it. Um, and so I, I would say, you know, I graduated a communications degree, and I think the thing I wish I was a little bit more curious about earlier in my career was Nuance, nuances of, of, of business in general, mm -hmm. right? Relative to um, operation, the operational side of any business, um, 
the financial side of any of any healthy business, all those things. And 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 I, you know, I don't have an MBA. I didn't get an MBA. And I think that um, if I could rewind the tape, uh, understanding and consuming more of that kind of content um, would have been a helpful thing for me. Now I'm grateful. I'm in an organization called YPO and have uh, unbelievable folks that I lean into that have have really been my MBA um, to help me learn a lot of things. And so I've been able to be curious now in that regard. Uh, my husband is a finance guy and closes that that gap and supports me relative to his knowledge um, there. So I think I've closed the gap for sure, you know, probably 15, 20 years ago, and I'm still learning. But in my 20s to 30s, I, I wish I'd been a little bit more curious about um, all the things that, right, you learn relative to to business and ops and finance and, and, and all the vertical important verticals inside of an organization. I, I was so busy grinding it and recruiting athletes, which was fantastic. I probably didn't pull back enough to look at, at, at things like that. Thanks so much for joining me for the start of this month's conversation with Molly. Come back in two weeks when Molly and I conclude our chat by talking about obstacles you might face when trying to be a lifelong learner and how resilience is key to keeping yourself constantly open to and benefiting from learning opportunities in your life. For more information about today's episode, just go to forwardwomen.org slash podcast. That's the number four, W-O-R-D-W-O-M-E-N.org slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to Work, Love, Pray on your favorite listing platform and leave a review. Your review will help more people discover Work, Love, Pray, so your feedback is greatly appreciated. As you move forward on your journey to work, love, and pray well, don't forget to make time for real talk grounded in truth.